Welcome back to Squelch. I'm Dano. I'm Matt at Arms. I'm Storm Rage, and we're here to remind you that Hearthstone is a game. The game is that games are meant to be fun. And also, I apparently wanted to do finger guns tonight. And that's that's only for the people that are watching live stream. We're recording on a Sunday, by the way. So if you're listening to this, I don't know when Dano's gonna edit and put it out, but if you're listening to this earlier than normal, it's probably because we recorded it a day or earlier. So that's probably gonna be where, when we're recording for the next month or so due to my schedule. And so if you wanna listen to us live, that's a way to do it. Yeah, for sure. Sorry, I was just putting Finger Guns as the title of the episode, because Finger Guns is a good title of an episode, I feel like. I want to thank our patrons. I have a patron thank you drop that I forgot to get ready to go. Wait, no, I didn't. No, wait, that's still the wrong one. Caught it. I caught it. Okay, cool. So this 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 one is a special thank you to our patrons. And then one very special person who's not a patron, but who is who is kind of funny, and and goes by the name of Just a Guy. So, and then everyone on Twitter from yesterday, which was so that was a blast. so stupid funny. That was a blast. So, I made my day. I will. Yeah, me too. I will remember you. Will you remember me? Don't let your life pass you by. Weep not for the memories. Remember the good times that we had. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because because he kicked me off the podcast last night on the in a Twitter joke and it was really funny. So I thought this was a good good patron. That thank you. Felt like a fever dream, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was just like I made a meme that basically was was like the fourth thing and then that death comes and then it's like, was I a good blah blah blah? And then he says no, and then usually it's I'm told you were the best. But it was just a four frame thing with Dano and it's was I a good podcaster? No, end of comic. And we sent that back to each other, I think a total of 25 times, just in a group chat. And then we posted it, reposted it back to Twitter and other places and in the Discord. It felt like we were all clearly not in the right mind, but I'm fairly certain all of us were, which is the most wild part. Mm-hmm. Well, it was so funny. I I could not stop laughing at it. Sarah, we, Sarah's parents were over. I, I'm, you know, <laughs> I'm certain at this point that they just expect the nonsense, but um, she she did not quite think it was quite as funny as I did, which I think is maybe a her problem and not a me problem, Uh because it was very, very funny. (laughs) That whole whole meme went to weird places, especially when my pizza got involved. My homemade pizza. I thought the pizza getting involved was the best part. It was. And then (laughs) Ridiculous Hat posting in our Discord an accidental loss meme, which is like... Just peak of high comedy right there. It just was absolutely insane. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I enjoyed it a lot. So um, let's, let's talk about food, huh? Funnel cakes! Get your funnel cakes here! So I made chili mac tonight in the Instant Pot, and it was great, Ooh. and it's really, really great. So, okay, before we talk about food talk with old men, I feel like I – do we rename the bit – on the podcast to officially be instant pop magic as well, but keep the final cakes and yes. just stop calling it food talk with old men. Is it just instant pop magic, even though we're not talking about instant pots all the time? I, I think I think that's the you know I ran out of breath. I feel like that would be fine if we pivoted more towards instant pot talk, which no. I'm fine with. But I feel like that needs to be not not every week. But if we're gonna call it instant pop magic, it needs to at least be relevant. I'd say. 51% of the time. I can't promise that. No. Who talk with old men, it will remain that. Well, um, <laughs> but, the, but, but, the, but in the Discord, the Instant Pot Magic, ch- Instant Pot Magic channel is really just the food channel. Cause it is, except for when I forget that it's the food channel, I put, and I put food stuff in 42 yeah. because it's life, the meaning and everything. Yeah, right. Life, the universe and so, everything, which is the Life, the universe and everything. Thank you. Um, but yeah, it was a good pizza. I mean, so I made chili mac tonight in the Instant Pot. It was great, but, because it made chili mac, 
which is basically like a chili adjacent food. It's like as if, if chili were a macaroni. So I had to make also had to make um, cinnamon rolls because you can't have chili without cinnamon rolls. That sounds what? amazing. That sounds what? amazing. Mm-hmm. So so in Nebraska, or at least the part of Nebraska where I grew up, whenever at for school lunch, whenever they would make chili for school lunch, they would also make cinnamon rolls. And just like it was a thing that everybody understood where I grew up, that whenever you make chili, you also make cinnamon rolls. This is just a thing that we all did. This- and nobody thought was weird until I moved. And everyone's like, what? Are you crazy? And I'm like, what do you mean am I crazy? Are you crazy? How have you never heard of chili and cinnamon rolls? They're perfect together. And they are. This is the most wild thing you've ever said on the podcast. (laughs) Well, I I see it because, you know, and if you, the chili around me is, has a little bit of a cinnamon cinnamon flavor in, in it. It's somewhat adjacent to Cincinnati chili. So it makes sense. I've always done like chili and cornbread. Yes, that is the normal thing to do. No. It's chili and cinnamon rolls. Trust me, next time we uh, do chili, do cinnamon rolls, and then thank me. Chili's on the menu um, for this week, and I'm doing it in the Instapot, so I will be buying a package of cinnamon rolls and making them that evening. Matt, will yeah. you send me whatever recipe you use, and then we'll do a, we'll do a taste test simultaneously? With, with so cornbread? We'll both, yeah, you with do the, cornbread, I'll do the cinnamon rolls? I feel like we both have to try <laughs> cinnamon rolls in order to appease Dano. True. <laughs> We're gonna do another two parter with uh with the food talk with old men like we did like last week we did two weeks of the of the popcorn talk and now I've got to do two weeks of chili and cinnamon rolls. You've introduced okay this, such a wild thing that we have to come back to it after <laughs> trying this. It's so good. You're not gonna be disappointed. I promise you. You're not gonna be disappointed. Uh, it's, it's it's great. It's gonna be wonderful and amazing. You're 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 welcome in advance. So you know it's good with chili. As like a base. Hit the button. Hit the button. Hit the button. Hello, old friend. That's the button you want me to hit? Let's meet for tea after the match. What button do you want me to hit? It's the coffee with Tech Tech button. A rabbit hole worth exploring. Yes, there we go. I'm trying to make a segue. I'm trying to do segue things. I don't know. Oh, oh. That was really good. We're so good at this podcasting thing. <laughs> Wait, I, I, I really applaud the effort, Matt, because I got what you're going for. But do you actually drink tea with chili? No, it's coffee. I do a coffee base. I do, like brew like a with pot of chili? coffee. With chili? Yeah, yeah. With like as like the part of the roux, like the base of the chili. What is happening? What I'm sorry, is no, tonight? No. <laughs> I'm I'm saying that is not. Why would you? Why would you put coffee in your chili? Not like you put like a like a pot of like a half a pot of coffee in the chili. Like why? It's, it it's makes no, a yeah. nice, rich, robust flavor. It's, try it out. You know how you do no, like beer chili. Have you ever done beer beef chili? Stock. Yeah, use beer stock. chili's great. Yeah, do instead of beer, try try coffee. No, use beef stock like a normal person. Just use beef stock. Yeah, I use Don't beef be stock too. But like I put chili. I put like. I take out the no. portion of the beef stock that is coffee and put that in. No. Now, do you no. ever, if you're short on coffee, do you ever just like sprinkle in the flavor crystals? No. <laughs> this is actual brewed coffee that I drink normally. It's usually McDonald's. How McCafe do both of you do chili in such weird ways? My chili is perfectly normal. Thank you very much. It's it's mad. That's the crazy person. You eat here. cinnamon rolls with your chili. You're not off the hook here, friendo. <laughs> you're, I'm sorry, but you're you're gonna learn this week how right I am. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna I, tell I, you I, no. I believe you. So I'm just saying that like some, like like I when I make my chili, I put a half a pot of coffee in. Like and I it's it's not a big pot. It's just like a normal like two cups. So, and that's what I do. Okay, so share the well. No, I'm not gonna give my son chili coffee that's <laughs> no, true that's not that's not gonna happen because then it's just boing 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 boing, well, boing, it, boing. Do, it doesn't um, it's, it just it doesn't have the caffeine in it the caffeine burns off when you do it does it though it's not well, alcohol i don't think that's the, how that works <laughs> well i have i haven't noticed a difference <laughs> it's probably such a small percentage that you don't notice it but i wonder if somebody who's never had caffeine would it's true hmm Anyway, know. should we move on? Because I, I yes, am to- worried that one of you is going to be like, actually, I use tuna fish in my chili, and I'll just lose it. No, 
I no. don't use tuna fish much. So that seems really weird. Yeah, What's wrong sure with does. you? What's sure wrong with does. you? <laughs> I mean, I'm like the weirdest thing I put in my chili other than coffee is like sometimes I have like smoked brisket and I cut it up and throw it in there. See, that's fine. That's yeah. great. It's a good old fashioned red meat. So it's mm-hmm. supposed to be in there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Should I press the button again? I mean, has it been that long? <laughs> I think it has been um, that long. Does everyone remember that we're talking about coffee with deck tech here? Hello, yeah. um, <laughs> Let's meet for tea after the match, shall we? So I played Felic Demon Hunter, which is Relic Demon Hunter, but with all the fell stuff and then Jace. And it's a pun. And I don't know that anything else needs to be said because it's just a it's a pun. It's kind of like corn. It's just a corntastic day. It's a pun about corn. Can you can you say the name of it thing. one more time? Nope, I can't. I definitely can't. <laughs> nope. I 100% cannot because I see what you're doing. And if I say it again, it's not going to – most certainly will not cannot. Sam, I am. <laughs> I have no idea. What, I was just asking for more details. I missed the name the first time. And uh, I, I suppose it's fine if you don't want to tell it to me. So it is Fell Relic Demon Hunter. And there is a pun in there that you can find on your own, everybody. So <laughs> uh, I think that's what all good comedy should be. There's a joke here. Find it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's really good. Um, it's a, I, it's less controlly, but you get rid of all the weird wonky cards. Like Alex Straz has gone because why? And Spinley's gone because why? So, like, the deck actually makes sense now, whereas before it was kind of like just, hey, so we have 25 cards here, and we need five more cards. So they put five more cards in, right? Um, it's like Sire Denathrius isn't in the deck anymore. Um, so, like, it took out, like, those kind of random good cards that just didn't really make sense, like, in, like, a 30-card list, and then just actually made the deck pretty coherent. Now, it's a little bit less controlly because it cut the five-mana spell that does, like, the AoE, like, the dual AoE um, to both boards. So that does kind of hurt a little bit against the um, Druid, but I still had a positive win rate against against aggro. So, um, yeah, the deck's really good. Uh, You can sometimes not get there against Warlock. You can sometimes not get there against Druid because you are missing, like, the real good board clears, but... I was also able to beat them both just fine. So I did, I did have one, one poor warlock got me to three, then couldn't do the last three. That Ugh. was, that was nice. So um, fire nice for me. You? Um, so, but, but yeah, no, it's, it's really a fun deck. I highly recommend it. I wanted to play shaman, but I had like the play three demon hunter quest. I was like, well, I guess I'll just go do this. I'm like, oh, but I think there's a new list I should be playing. So I went and I found that. And then I just played demon hunter, like some kind of weirdo. Uh, so. So, yeah, I, I mean, I might actually someday get to 100 Demon Hunter wins. So, cool. Cool. I might even get there pretty soon, actually. Right. The rate oh. I'm playing this list. <laughs> I've almost but, hit 500. I I think it might surprise people that I've not hit 1,000 on a single hero. Really? Mm. Yeah. Wow. There you go. I have a couple thousand wins. I have a- Matt has all thousand wins. I have about 775 Demon Hunter right now. And then I have about I'm real close to three thousand warlock wins. That's a lot of warlock wow. wins. Wowzers! Yeah, but I have like fifteen hundred. Right. I have like fifteen hundred with everything else. So that's a lot of that's that's more than me. Well done, Matt likes Hearthstone. Yep, Matt likes Hearthstone. I do. It's a good game. Uh, no, I uh, no, I I remember my first that my first thousand win was Shaman actually, and then. So yeah, lots of Shaman, lots of Druid, lots of Mage. Those are my three big ones. And then I still don't have 500 with Priest. I don't have 500 with Demon Hunter. I don't have 500 with... What else? I'm pretty close with Rogue and Hunter. Or I might have just got Rogue, actually. So, but yeah. Um, But no, Demon Hunter. Playing Demon Hunter. First time I've actually enjoyed Demon Hunt. Like a good Demon Hunter list, actually. So... This has been kind of cool and interesting. It's it is just it's Jade, right? You're just playing. It's Jade. jade. It's, it's like a Jade deck. It's punchy Jade. Like 
like more often than not, and it's even punchier now with like the with like the fell stuff because so much of the fell stuff is just like buff your face to punch things. Mm-hmm. So you it is much punchier. So you are playing with your life total a lot more than you were before because you're like maintaining board with your face instead of maintaining board with spells. But you're still, you know, so often you're just like there were a couple games that were just filthy where I just hit the double like double relics and then drop drew four. You know, made my entire hand, made all four of those cards basically zero. And then, you know, within there, drew the second uh, location and the second draw two and then hit the second location and drew four more. And those were all zero. You do some demon huntery things with this. Like you're still a demon hunter where you draw a crazy amount of cards and then reduce them all to nothing and then play them and then frustrate your opponent. So... But, but yeah, it, because the oftentimes the win condition is just, you know, here's a board of eight eights and nine nines, deal with it. And then they can't. So, so yeah. That, that five mana spell draw feels like it's better than Skull of Gudan, Skull Dan. And Skull of Gul'dan at five mana, but back when it was five mana, it was ridiculous. The good days, the best yes. days. Yeah. Yeah. There, I mean, like setting that up so when you have the double double relic location down and you get to play draw four with that and you've already maybe done like the first of your your jades and then maybe you've done like your first yeah when five and like, six are the draw spells yeah yeah or even if, if you're reducing by four you're reducing almost everything in your deck so like if you can reduce like if you can double up three to four you are getting a handful of just cheap or free it's crazy how quickly that snowballs at that point if you can get the double down with that it's awesome a lot of fun highly recommend um fell relic demon hunter combine the joke yourself <laughs> what you do storm rage i so i've been struggling a bit to play hearthstone because i really haven't found a deck that, that i've connected with for a bit and and that's not entirely true because I really like Aggro Demon Hunter, but I felt like the meta where I was at was just like consistently really hard countering it. And I was like, this deck is not really competitive. It's a playstyle that I like, but there's nothing about it. I couldn't, couldn't buy a win to save my life. I dropped from rank three, three stars down to rank five, no stars in, I think, seven games. And so just tanked down and. I was like, well, this is it. And I went over and played Battlegrounds for a little bit. And Battlegrounds is still great. Yeah, everybody should play Battlegrounds. And then <laughs> I was talking to a buddy of mine because he listened to the last episode. And he was like, you know, it's interesting that you said that this is a, a really controlly meta because I play a lot of combo decks. And to me, it feels like a really fast meta. And I was like, that's interesting because it's definitely very controlly where I'm at. But I think that what's happened is that there's a lot of mid-range in this meta, more so than I think we've had in a really long period in time. And so when there's a ton of mid-range, to aggro decks, it feels like there's a lot of control. But to combo decks, it feels like, well, there's a lot of aggro because they're going to smash your face in. And I think, for me, probably my least favorite metas are mid-range metas, because I either wanted oh. to be slow and be aware of it, or I wanted to be just blistering fast. But that middling ground, I just don't enjoy as much. Not to say that it's a bad meta, it's just one that's not for me. And then after I talked to my friend and, and he was like, you know, Agro Demon Hunter has killed me a bunch. I was like, all right, let me go ahead and try, <laughs> try one more time. And I played a little bit. I've won a few. I think I'm back up to rank three now. But it doesn't feel great. It feels like the games that I do win, I just barely skim by. And the games that I lose, I get blown out. And so eh, who knows? I'll pl- keep playing with it a little bit. And maybe something will pop out. I'm really excited for the mini set because the mini set cards look fantastic. I'm really excited to, to experiment with some of them. And then the other thing that I did, I had a fun little game night with some friends. And we played some Among Us. And Among Us is very good. Matt killed me a million times. And it was real rude. Mm-hmm. And he shouldn't have done that. And then I also... A rabbit hole worth exploring. Nope, it's not. And <laughs> I I was a little bummed. Because the story for Murder at Castle Nathria was so good and so flavorful that when they came out and they were like, Denathrius is alive. I was like, well, of course he is. Because, yeah. But then nothing happened after that. And so there was no connection between Murder at Castle Nathria and Ma and Disorder. And I was like, well, this is kind of a bummer because there's 
now I'm going to tie these two events together. We know that Sylvanas is on trial for something, but who knows what? Literally nobody knows what. And so I wrote what I thought might have occurred, and I wrote a little story. It's on BlizzPro. You can also follow it at my uh, Twitter, and I think I posted it into the Squelch and Blizzlet discords. And it's just a, a short little thing. It's under 2,000 words. It's not too long of a read. And it kind of expands upon the final events of the radio drama Murder at Castle Nathria and connects to what Sylvanas is arrested for. And I had a lot of fun with it. And we might do another radio drama. It depends if we can get everybody that was involved the first time involved again. So we'll see. That was, that was a fun little read. Go read it. I enjoyed it. Super cool. Super cool. Matt, Matt what'd you do? That was my job to ask. Oh. I'm sorry. A rabbit hole worth exploring. I'm off the pod. Matt, you, you can speak <laughs> now. <laughs> uh, so it's been a couple of weeks since I've been on the show. Uh, I wasn't here last week. Uh, so in that time, I've hit Legend. Um, I got it with um, the Curse Imp Lock, which is all I can really find fun in playing right now. I don't know. I'm just kind of waiting for new cards. Um, kind of finishing quests, but playing a lot of Battlegrounds. Because uh, Battlegrounds is great. Go play Battlegrounds. Um, played some... Big spell mage for a quest and ended up winning. Going like 10 and 3 with it. Like a really good win rate with that deck and I hate it. It's a terrible, not fun deck to play. I just don't enjoy that deck at all for some reason. Like it's, I know it has puzzle box-ish things, but it just, it, it feels not as fun. I don't know. Um, it's, yeah. It's no puzzle box. Puzzle box was pure random shenanigans, amazingness. Right? This is mostly draw and maybe freeze if you're lucky. Yeah. <laughs> Draws, freeze, and occasional burn damage to face. It's like, eh. I played a bit against a big spell mage that I almost lost my mind at. I got them down to like five health or something, and I had enough damage from hand that I could kill them. But the caveat was that they couldn't cast Solid Alibi. They'd already cast it twice, so I was like, all right, I'm fine. Then they cast Rune of the Archmage. Rune of the Archmage cast Solid Alibi. And I was like, okay, well, it's fine. I'm fine. It's, it's one <laughs> more turn. Fine. It's and then they fine. cast Arch Mag- uh, the, the Dawn Grasp. And Dawn Grasp cast it again. And I was like, it's fine. It's fine. One more turn. They're out of it. They cast Runes of the Archmage. It cast it again. And I died that turn. And I was like, this, this, what is this? No. Yeah, it's 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 not a fun deck. It's like it does the same thing every game, and like it's just like I just don't like it. It's not it's not for me. I'm still winning with it, and like I I brought it to THL and won with it in THL. That's the main reason why I was playing it. So oh, you won. Oh, you won ten games on ladder, then won on THL. Yeah. Oh, poor Matt. Yeah, it's, it's stinks. <laughs> I, it's, not, it's not a fun deck. I don't enjoy playing. It's like eating. It's like eating, I don't like it either. It's like eating like, like eating your vegetables that you don't like. Eating. I yeah, I love big random mage decks as well, and that's not a. It's a. It's not a big random mage deck. It's like a good card deck. Yeah, it's not as fun. So um, and then. I've been playing a lot of Fall Guys in the meantime. Like, Fall Guys is hit in a way that, like, I really enjoy that game. It's so well done. I just am amazed by the absolute love of level design these people have. It's 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 a lot of fun. And I ended up wailing out at Fall Guys. Yeah, you did. <laughs> um, they have a battle pass, which has some cool cosmetics. Yeah, so they have a battle pass. It's a space theme battle pass. And on that battle pass, around level 46, you, 42, you get a pair of pants that look like Star Trek pants. <laughs> level 47, you get a top that's Spock. You get to be Spock from Star Trek. I saw this and I'm like, well, I'm going to play it until I get there. And I've been playing like a bunch and I'm not get, progressing a whole lot on the battle pass. I'm, I'm making my making my way and um i ended up like ghost going in the shop it's like oh buy the battle pass in this many levels like 35 levels for 20 dollars sure slam it down (laughs) (laughs) take my money (laughs) yeah i just threw money at the screen (laughs) and 
Um, now I have the Spock top and Spock pants and some also <laughs> like some cool Borg thingy, like some like a Borg top, which is super fun. And like, <sighs> me and my bean looks super cool. And I'm playing as ton of Fall Guys as Spock for some reason and enjoying it and loving it and loving life. Fall, go play Fall Guys. It's fun. I love when game companies are like, cosmetics aren't enough to make money. They are. Stop it. People will buy cosmetics if they're good enough. Like, th- this is a different, this is a different discussion for me than like Battlegrounds, cause that's a whole different thing with how those cosmetics function. But like, you could, you could make money off of just cosmetics pretty easily if they're good enough and the game's mm-hmm. interesting enough. Well, you know, it's, it's the difference between making money and making like, filthy amounts of money right yes and like so like fall guys is uh, you know are they're making money and i believe that i mean i don't know for sure but i imagine they're keeping the doors open they're paying their they're paying their employees and they're making a profit blizzard doesn't want to keep the door opens and keep the door open make some money and pay their employees they want to get filthy 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 rich right so there is definitely a the difference between you know like what fall guys is doing and what blizzard is willing to do so but um yeah, no, I, you, you and, you and Gator, by the way, whenever we play Fall Guys now, I'm just the poor in the group. Cause I've got like my free, I got like my free stuff. You got the, the free you guys UFO have these pants. sweet, sweet skins. Um, well, I, I, but, I'm such a bad influence. I made Gator go buy something because he like, we were playing and then he was like, and I was like just raving about the battle pass and how much value this, um, this battle pass is ridiculous. It seems like a much better battle pass than what we get. Right, on, like every level, like every third level, you get like a bunch of stuff, and like on the free version, and, but like you get something every level on the paid version, and it's re- and it's super fun. Like I have a like, I have a live long and prosper emote now. It's pretty amazing. This is cool. I can't say this for sure. This is just like the feels of it all. I haven't actually looked. I'm sure like Hat or Ben Heathstone have looked. But, like, it seems to me like the battle pass is just, like, super lame the last, like, 30 levels. It has been. I, 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 I'm almost to 100, and I can't remember the last, cool, the, the last cool thing I got. Like, You aren't going to believe this, but Dano did research. There isn't a single constructed skin from level 60 to level 85. There is a mercenary skin, but I think we can almost all agree that isn't a thing and two battleground skin, but they have their own reward track now. Now I'm just a disembodied computer voice, but that seems like a lot of levels without a skin. There was one super, there was a super cool druid skin that came around 80 maybe? Yeah, it's Lunara. Uh, Yeah, that's a big win. That was immediately favorited for me. Um, But yeah, it just... I mean, it really hasn't felt great, but the 100 skins look great. I, yep. I mean, I'm almost there. I look forward to that. Um, there's a coin, but like, I'm never changing away from Reno coin. Why? I mean, there's only one coin that exists for me. Yes. It's the Reno Flex coin. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, the, I don't know. The, I feel like the battle pass could be a little bit heavier, have more heavily populated, but maybe I'm wrong. So you guys have been playing lots of BGs. I logged into BGs the other day and. I'm a pretty big deal, y'all. So I, I went and I looked. I'm I'm like top 250. Um, oh, Dan, you game. looked at the wrong number. You saw 250. Nope. Yeah, I'm a 241 actually. I'm 241. So I believe that means I am the 241st highest ranked BGs player. Oh, Dano. Oh no, Dano. Yep. Dano. Yeah. Small number so, bad. Small number real bad. Small number good. 241. Only 240 to go to I'm number one BG player in the world. I'm certain how that that's how that works. So so I feel free to ask me anything. I'll do an AMA later about my super OP BG skills of uh playing once, I believe, this uh season. So, Dano, have you uh, and I don't mean this to sound as derogatory as it's going to, have you ever <laughs> finished first place? Yes. I do have first place finishes from the beta. Like when it first <laughs> came out, yep. Yeah, the first season, back <laughs> classic BGs. All right, great, no notes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I got first, I have first place finishes and top four finishes. Uh, so, so yeah, so you know, uh, OP, uh, please nerf Dano in BGs. Okay, this is probably a record, but Dano did more research. 
he would like Storm Rage to know that he has 12 first place finishes and 49 top 4 finishes. Please nerf Dano, indeed. That it's is, true. I think we all, it's all very true. Taste my grilled cheese. <laughs> what is our first good Matatarms? Our first good. Um, Hearthstone, Patch Notes, Aficionado, and Writer, and all around great person. And all Twitter around good boy. All around just great person on Twitter as well as lover of life. good coffee, lover of good coffee, lover of McRibs as much as he can. Um, deck tech it's on the official play Hearthstone TikTok, doing reports about the trial of Sylvanas Windrunner for the release of the, of the release of Ma and order cards this weekend in, it was such a it was such one is fun to see your see cool people that you haven't seen before doing Hearthstone promotion too. He was really good. He did a really really good job. So that's my best. That's my first good is the fact that we got we got we got Nick Deck Tech Weiss releasing cards for Hearthstone. We'll be back after a quick break. Ever thought modern video games should be more interesting? At the Gaming Blender, we take randomized genres, mechanics, and make a new game every episode. I've added permadeath. We have a survival game of a hardcore simulation, which could be House Flipper, and with the permadeath of XCOM. Then that all has to be an action adventure. Yes. Ooh, dear. Yes. And sometimes it doesn't quite work. And you you have a construction off over the course of the of the narrative. A construction off. The way, the way we can do this is that we ditch your idea entirely. Entirely. Check out The Gaming Blender on all your favorite podcast platforms now. It was two thumbs up. Yeah. It was two thumbs up. He, I mean, I really good with the lawyer stuff. He could, he might have a future career and as an attorney. Just you saying. know, I, if I was to guess, out there. I'd say no. I'd say that he would never be an attorney for the rest of his life. <laughs> I know many attorneys working in a law school. Um, <laughs> what What is our not so good? The not so good is that there's not enough deck tech. We for need you know, this is fair. We need more deck tech. He he's more done the one. Tech. He's done the TikTok series, and that's great. But we need him. We need. I need him everywhere. I need his face on the Play Hearthstone Twitter. I need uh, more TikToks. I need developer updates coming from him. I, I need I need sign offs. I need little love letters to the community signed with hearts. I need coffee. I need videos of him drinking coffee in the morning. These are all things that we all need. And by we, I definitely don't just mean me, but all of us <laughs> as a collective community. That's that's what we need. I agree with that hundred percent. And that's that's. that's so- yeah, no. I have no words. It's because, it, uh, for once, I'm speaking truth. And the second not-so-good is that Sylvanas is unjustly prosecuted. We don't know what happened, for sure. But Sylvanas is a pretty good person. Now, it depends on which Sylvanas we're talking about here. If we're talking about Sylvanas in Legion, or any time before that, Sylvanas pretty good person with, like, some pretty bad means. Uh, if we're talking about <laughs> Battle for Azeroth, Sylvanas, not good person, and not good means. If we're talking about Sylvanas in Shadowlands, straight up evil crazy woman who's insane about things until the very end. Now, none of that really matters, it's just me wanting to rent, vent about things about my favorite character. But the thing that I do want to focus on is that we don't know what she did wrong, and if we don't know it, you must acquit it. That's law. Mm-hmm. That's that true. is law. That's... Yeah, I mean, I mean, Daniel mean, Sylvanas, right? I mean, I mean, you know, the fact that you know Saldanathrius, you know, lost his anime is not her fault. It's not her fault that he lost his anime. Habeas anime—that's what I'm asking. Yes, where's the mm-hmm. anime? Yeah, pretty sure that's that's a real legal term. Um, that is 100 not made up. I've got the best good and the best good puns. All the legal puns. We got all the legal puns. This mini set is just so it's very good. punny. Two right. thumbs up. 
Uh, love it. It's great. The mini set's coming out soon. Um, and you know what that means? New cards for people to get angry about. And all I've got to say is, is yay content. I mean, yeah. more, more cards for people to get mad about is good. I, I don't know if people are going to get any, you know, I mean, Theo and Denathrius are just, I mean, they're like a gift that keep on giving for us. But um, hopefully, hopefully something, you know, will, you know, add to add to the RNG hate uh, or whatever it is that people people want to get mad about. So. So, yeah, it's a uh, mini set dropping very, very soon. Yay puns. Um, I'm excited for the new cards. I I love this meta. I love a good mid range meta. I think this is a mid range meta as well. I, I that's what I love. I love controlling mid rangey type stuff, um, you know, it's it's great. I love getting to do this kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, this has been great. I look forward to these cards. They're they're just so well done. So I understand that deck tech had a, a hand in naming them as well. So because they're 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 great. They're great. The super duper. Riddle me this, Fred. Last week, everybody figured out the riddle because Dano said the riddle, so I'm not going to repeat it. Uh, actually, I will repeat it just in case you didn't listen to last week's riddle. It is, I've been used and abused two points at a time. They were Naga before a Naga was a Naga. Their favorite superhero is one of the Fantastic Four. If you don't want to craft them, you can always visit Velastraws in the Black Rock Mountain. Now, I have been, somebody did point out in our Discord, thanks Nomad Farmer, that actually, the answer is incorrect, because I said Flame Waker is a Naga. It's not. Flame Waker is a minion type. That's not even a minion type. It's a thing all on its own, and it is a servant of Ragnaros, and it's more correctly an elemental, which I don't love, but it is essentially imbued and made of fire. And it is a creation of Ragnaros, I believe, and they serve in him. And that's just a little fun little lore tip that I found out when Nomad was like, hey, just a heads up, they're not a Naga. And I was like, what? Tell me more. And they're not. So now you learned something too. I I know. I, I love that. Even when I'm right, I'm wrong, I, which I think is spot on and perfect. So uh, I, I did enjoy getting it right. And even though, though I was wrong, though, you know, it should be, if it's an elemental, it should have the elemental tag then, well, right? Well, here's the thing. It's not, I said the closest thing to it is an elemental, but it's technically not an elemental hmm. in that it is not pure element. It's, it's imbued and made of fire, but it is not an elemental. It's the same reason why Major Dorma Exodus and BGs wasn't a, a elemental either. They're their literal own thing that has like no other type and it's not, it's just its own thing that you've got these dudes that are just made of fire. So, so fire Ragnaros monsters. Buds. Yeah. Fire monsters. Yep. Fire. Ragnaros buds. I, I yeah. Ragnaros. buddies. Anyway, you guys want to hear this week's riddle? Yes. I'm very excited about this one. Chomp, chomp, chomp. I'm a hungry boy. I do eat trees, but also not really. I've been kicked out of more libraries than you can name. While I may have a drawback, I'm a chunky boy. So my first guess was mutinous because he's chomping on. He's like use. He's like chomping on like the the mast as like a toothpick kind of. But. I don't get the library's bit and mutinous. So I don't know if that's right or wrong. That's where my head went, though, mm-hmm, initially. Because mm-hmm. he chomps, right? He, he does chomp. He does do does. chomp. But he doesn't have a drawback, really. His drawback being that he just eats stuff. I guess that's a good thing. Yep. So Matt, Matt looks Matt looks very, very thoughtful. In, in thought. Yeah. So I have two thoughts. And of course, I immediately go Warlock because that's what I do. Um it's. I know it's probably not a warlock card because it involves trees, but like, it's not Cobalt Librarian. Which, if anybody can name that card, Cobalt Librarian. That's like the ultimate warlock card. One mana, two one battle cry, deal two damage to your hero, draw a card. Oh, is it that one? Oh, I got it. what? What librarian am I thinking of? And then the other one was like the void thing that like eats the things next to it, but that's not it either. What card are you thinking of, Dana? There is a librarian discardy card. Oh, Darkshire Librarian. Yeah. That's a two mana, Thank three, you. two, battle cry, discard a card, death rattle, draw a card. Yep. 
See? Not crazy. I know my discard stuff. Back when it wasn't good, I played a lot of it. It's still not. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Play discard warlock right now. I dare you. It's really good no. in duels. That might be it true. Is an, it, is, it is a decision in duels, yes. Um, did you have a guess, Matt? What was your I, guess? No, I don't have a real guess, no. I'm lost. Oh, okay. Okay, I'll give the clue. I'll give the real one more time, and then we'll move on. Chomp, chomp, chomp. I'm a hungry boy. I do eat trees, but also not really. I've been kicked out of more libraries than you can name. While I may have a drawback, I'm a chunky boy. Drawback being having dual meetings. It is the four mana seven seven demon hunter card where it's a four mana seven seven, but you discard some cards and then death rattle. You draw them back. That's definitely what it is. Card reviews. Card reviews. Actually, I was about to card say card reviews. <laughs> Neither of you are that far off. <laughs> nice. Um, is it the other Demon Hunter card? Who knows? Let's go ahead and get into card yet? reviews. All right. Go ahead and get us started here, Storm Rage. Great. So you guys know the drill. We're going to pick cards for the other to defend as the best and worst cards coming out in this set. Matt, I'm going to start with you. I want you to tell me why Prosecutor Meltronics, this is, this is of course, a four mana, two, six Demon Hunter minion. It is a demon. Battle cry, your opponent can only play their left and right most cards on their next turn. Right. Why is this the best card in the set? This is the best card in the set, and I'll tell you why. It looks a lot like, and it feels a lot like uh, Blade Master Okani. And Blade Master Okani is a great card. However, this one limits not only minions, not only spells, but the whatever's on the outside. And you know what's on the outside of your hand? Cards you'd never want to play. You know, cards that, you know, you have that one card in the left that you're waiting for turn 10 for because it's Sired and Athreus and it's turn 7 and you can't play it. Anyway. And then there's the card you just drew, which is like a zero mana spell that does absolutely nothing. That's the only two cards you can play. Sorry. You know, you just take a turn off while I set up my board and kill you next turn. I have a Relic Demon Hunter that makes bigger, <laughs> a larger and larger man every turn. Love did, it. Do you guys do you guys see in Discord why Hat said this is a good card? I'll set it on Twitter as well. No. So if you picture this card as a hot dog, right? Or your oh, hand no. is a hot oh, dog. Oh no, oh, no. So the left and the right most cards are the buns of the hot dog and the meat and the chili and the cheese is everything on the middle of your hand. You only can eat the bun and the bun's the worst part. Mm-hmm. It's true. I, I love it. It's great. He also explained, he also explained while we're talking about stuff, had it, this uh, made me a better card player the past week. He also explained immune, the immune keyword and how that works. Basically picture if the minion had stealth and divine shield. And that's kind of how immune works. Mm -hmm. So if you could, you know, if you could target it with, or you could get rid of it with a mini that has stealth and divine shield, then it will take care of an immune one. If you can't, then you can't. That's, I don't know if that made me feel like a better Hearthstone player. Because I'm mute always confused me. We also specify all of that on this week's Blizzlet. Just as a heads up. Like, we went into a Ooh. lot of detail on, like, what it can and can't do. Look at you go. Stealth and Divine Shield. That's how I remember it now. Very helpful. Very helpful. Um, but the Divine Shield doesn't go away. Just, but anyways. Yeah. Um, I got, so I got one for you, Daniel. Oh, okay. Four mana, mage card, life sentence. Remove a minion from the game. Why is this the worst card ever printed? Because if it's not in the game, then it doesn't exist. And if it doesn't exist, then you wasted four mana on doing nothing because the thing doesn't exist. So they can do something else to kill you the next turn. So all you've done is basically essentially nothing because this thing no longer is real. It's just it's a figment of your imagination. You basically four mana make up a story. It's what you did. So you basically accomplished nothing at all because because the scene does not in the longer in the game of Hearthstone. And everyone else is mad at you, too, because now this minion is no longer playable in the entire game of Hearthstone, which is what this card says. Mm -hmm. Remove a minion from the game of Hearthstone is how that sentence ends. But eventually, we'll be, we'll be down to just bold, everybody just believe it, playing Boulder Fist Ogres and this card. Until and then... somebody plays on a Boulder Fist Ogre, then the game is over. Yeah. That's how Hearthstone ends. That's how Hearthstone ends. This, this, this card is so bad, it will destroy Hearthstone. Yeah, so good work, Korra. <laughs> 
because she made the set. So she did a great job, by the way. I love this set. This bet has been great. Just to be very clear, Cora did great. <laughs> All right. I've got a card. I got a card for Storm Rage. Yeah. Storm Rage, I want you to tell me why the one mana pre-spell Theft Accusation is the best card ever. For those of you who don't know, Theft Accusation, one mana pre-spell, choose a minion. Destroy it after you play a card copied from the opponent. It's a great best question. Card. This is absolutely the best card. Now, I'm not. I'm going to ignore the effect of it for a while. In fact, I'm going to ignore the entire effect of it. I'm just going to focus on the card art. And the card art on its own is enough of a reason why this card is the best oh, set of all time. <laughs> because so it's, it's so relatable. It's this this poor little <laughs> goblin. He's doing it. He's just standing there. He's at the stand. He's accusing someone of theft. And how do you know that? Because he doesn't have pants. He doesn't have pants on. <laughs> you could. He, he he has a shirt, but it's clearly an undershirt. And you think, all right, well, he's got a shirt on at least. And then you see that he doesn't have pants, and you're like, oh no, this poor little goblin boy. And not only are, is it just like underwear, where it's like, all right, cool, he's down to his boxers. It's it's bright yellow underwear, and I'm going to zoom in on it, see if I can see. I have no idea what the designs are, but they're adorable. They almost look like teeth penguins. and wishbones. And like, like, there is it's like definitely a, a penguin on there. <laughs> it's like a bird of some sort, yeah. And it's adorable. I'm going to play this card just so I can see this little goblin doing his getting his comeuppance or not his comeuppance getting the comeuppance deserved to the person that stole his pants because as a general rule don't steal pants y'all just don't so so my head the head cannon i have for this card so obviously a hero in the world of warcraft came along defeated this goblin stole its armor mm-hmm. and now the goblin has taken it to court and said this person stole my armor and is in his underoos that's funny. I want. To, I, I don't care who you are. That's funny. I, I, I love this card. I love the art on this card so much. I actually want to buy a print of it and like hang it on my wall. It is. It's so good. It's incredible. And and who Zenka is this? By the way, Nguyen is the artist. Fantastic job. Absolutely beautiful work of art. This is this card is absolutely wonderful. The art is fantastic. It's really good. It's really good. Dano, right. I want you to tell me. Why objection? The three mana mage secret when your opponent plays a minion, counter it is the worst card in the set. Uh, uh maybe you've never heard of a little card called Snow Flipper Penguin. <laughs> I have terrorized all my games. Zero mana counter the spell objection. Right there. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy, you wasted three mana, I spent zero mana, and now I get to play out my turn, no problem. Yeah, it, it's uh, it's just science. Snowflipper Penguin again wins. So This might be some of my favorite art in, like, the whole, the card as a whole might be one of my favorite in the set. Because it's that very, like, pointing Ace Wright attorney, or Phoenix Wright attorney, mm-hmm. and also, uh, like, I just imagine that, I, I can very clearly imagine my opponent playing a card, and then out from the corner you hear, OBJECTION! And then they go, oh, sorry, and then they walk away. Speaking of Secret Mage, by the way, played a Secret Mage today, and I was like, oh my gosh, am I going to lose a Secret Mage? I did not lose a Secret <laughs> Mage. <laughs> did not did not even get close to losing a Secret well, Mage. If they had objection, you might have lost potentially potentially that it's this, this is true though it really was a bunch of uh eight eights and nine nines that just eventually just took care of that business so and i think i think i think with the exclamation point at the end of the card you are required when you play this card and it triggers to yell at your screen objection objection so Leading the witness. That's some a great lot. Pod there where I pointed at my screen as if anybody could see me. Exactly. <laughs> the people on Twitch could saw it. I, I did the same Look, thing. we've got finger guns. We've got pointing. We're set for podcasting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Matt, what you got? All right. All right. I got one for Storm Rage. 
uh, Attorney at Maw. Two mana, one three druid minion. Choose one. Silence a minion. Or give a minion immune this turn. Stormrage, why is this the best card ever? It's insane. One, great card name. Two, very cool card art. The art's great. Three, it's it's a far better Iron Beak Owl with some insane flexibility. Mm-hmm. You, your opponent's got a big taunt? Great, they don't anymore. Now you finally got that, that silence. And it's better than like Smothering Starfish because it doesn't hit your own stuff. So this is way better in Token Druid. And also, it it gives a minion immune for a turn if you need it to. That's such an insane amount of flexibility. You can just play this, get a, uh, an early trade in, and you're set. Like, uh, give the, the 3-1 Druid Boy rush and immune for a turn. You trade, you're you're sitting pretty. You're sitting so good at, at turn two. And 1-3 stats aren't great for a two-mana thing, but you can bump it up in Druid. You can give it a little plus one here, plus one there. And all of a sudden, this card snowballs like crazy. Love this card. It is insane. You forgot, like, I mean, how much fun would this be if Death Rattled, you know, play this with the four mana seven sevens, your opponent draws cards, but then instead you silence the four mana seven seven, they don't draw cards, and that's just fun. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the Fandral interaction is hilarious. Because if you play yeah. this with Fandral, it silences your minion and then gives it immune. Yeah, seems that bad. right there is why this is the best card ever printed because <laughs> you play this Fandral just to confuse your opponent. <laughs> <laughs> now I need to go play in wild just to do this. No, like, no, I'm Fandral's play... in core. Fandral's in core. Yeah. Who knew? Yeah. Well, look at that. <laughs> the things you learn on the Hearthstone podcast. <laughs> Dan, I think you've got the last one for us, yeah? I do. Matt, I want you to tell me why Imp Imp Oster, the two-mana 1-1 battle cry, choose a friendly Imp, transform into a copy of it, is the worst card of this set. Uh, Pretty easy. It's a two-mana 1-1 demon. It's pretty pretty bad. And, th- and most of the Imps you play in Imp Warlock are... One mana, one mana, one mana, one one imps. Occasionally, might you know buff up an imp with file library and might get a little big. Might be doing some other things with it, but most of the time, this isn't even going to make the cut. Sadly, this is just this is a a card I look at. But this and the shaman card are two cards that I look at. Like, why? What are we doing this right now? Which shaman card? The shaman card that. <laughs> Get, that shuffles three cards into the opponent's deck that give them overload, the one that make, too. The one that makes you play Classic Shaman? Yeah. Yeah, makes your opponent play Classic <laughs> like, Shaman. And the, and the yes. best part about that Shaman card is the fact that it doesn't – like, when they draw the bomb, it doesn't overload them on their upcoming turn. It overloads them on the next turn. But also, why do what, that card makes no sense to me? I understand you can throw a bunch of them in, in the, your opponent's deck and makes Lockout Shaman in Wild a lot better. Uh, maybe not, um, but uh, but no, it's a bad card. It's no, a it's a bad, bad card. card. It's a bad it's card. Certainly yes. a bad card. Um, also, this the, card is also the really only bad. card that is not on the Hearthstone website. Imposter isn't. No, not Imposter. The one with the oh. uh, yeah, because it was the last card overload. Revealed. Yeah, it was the last card revealed today. Let's get salty! Go ahead, Matt. This one's for you. All right. So first of all, uh, make Ticketus cost eight. The design concept is, well, since he has a detriment effect to you, if you don't trigger his corrupt, we'll just lower his mana, thereby distracting you, detracting from the strategy required by the corrupt mechanic in of its of itself. I mean, just use your heads. Burning five card in your opponent's deck is very powerful play. He's an eight eight minion. Make him cost eight, and then he'll be balanced. This was posted 12 hours ago, or whenever you did Why? the screenshot. Why are we yeah, still talking yeah, no, about Ticketus? Was... It's been a two years. It's been rotated. Let it go. Yeah, this was posted, like, like just yesterday. It, I, I was like, what is happening? And this person also only has two posts to their name. So, like... They very intentionally were like, oh, I need to make an account so I can post about Ticketus. I mean, to be fair, if I were going to post on the Hearthstone forums, it'd also be about Ticketus and how amazing Ticketus is. Mm-hmm. It's, it's true. It's such a 
It's just my, one of my all-time favorite cards. Love it. I love it. It's so good. Sometimes you just need to get an 8-8 on board, and so you burn five of your own cards. Sometimes you get to burn five of their cards. Either way, it's not so fun. I also, by the way, didn't get in here, but there was also some patches salt. Ooh. I was like, yes, and that was also recent. It was just great. It well, was it was reverse patches salt where they were like, we need to revert the patches nerf. Justice for patches. And I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm okay with that. <laughs> I pat- I'd had the patches, treasures, and duel. That was, that was a lot of fun. The patches, treasure, and duels is bananas, especially when you get the patches buckets. Yeah. Things happen. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason they, they couldn't revert patches just because of duels. Uh, take the next one for me here, um, Storm Rage. This is, of course, from perennial favorite, Nasty Gal. And I think it is very funny that at this point I have started to recognize several of the names. <laughs> Not a children's card game not anymore at least children don't have credit cards to swipe for standard wild battle pass bg passes etc try telling your kids they can't have that shiny new hero skin in the shop just more childhood trauma to pile onto the list (laughs) this is just this is just the never was meme right it's like you put this on the earth and then you have like the like the two astronauts like i mean it's just (laughs) i mean it's never was that meme like this is just (laughs) also if your childhood's biggest trauma is that they couldn't get the biggest hero skin in hearthstone you're doing a pretty dang good job of being a parent i don't know you need sometimes you need to give your child a little trauma just to so they understand what how to deal with it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> not sure if trauma is the right word but yes yeah a little um look i'm not a parent i'm never gonna question anything any any parent says <laughs> so this was this one was this one brought joy to my heart asia greater than eu greater than na haha ha. first of all na is in a region it's americas but you know it's fine this the point stands um if capitalism is so great why is NA the worst in every competitive great game? Oh, right. Because they work all day. RFL. This they, is also by Nasty Gal. They have a That's point. A good one. They have a point. It's very true. <laughs> yeah, capitalism exists in all those. Like, tell me South Korea and Japan are capitalist countries. Are you crazy? But I they mean, don't have to worry about health care. <laughs> well, I mean, that's different, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, explain these next three for us, Matt. All right, so obviously we talked about uh, you guys talked about last week uh, Ixar leaving the leaving Hearthstone, and we found out where he's going. He's going to um, Riot and becoming working on the league team as a director of something, uh, which is great. Um, good for you. anyway. So on this occasion, you know, once we figured out where he was going, I decided to check the league subreddit, and this is where I found this salt. And there's all guess what? There's salt. In League of Legends. Did you know this? There's salt in other games. I didn't Stunning. realize that there was anything other than salt in League of Legends. <laughs> I thought they were just all the angriest people in the world. Have you ever played that game? I mean, just no. You can't because cause if you're not perfect, then you're just the worst person in the world and then you pay for it. I'm just not, not interested. No. It's a bad time. Mm-hmm. No. Nope, nope, nope. It's a game that I really want to play that I will never, ever play again. I might start it's- playing the iPad version, the cheapo, or whatever the fakey version one is, the iPad version. I might play that eventually, but I don't know. Couldn't pay me to get cussed at by a bunch of people that are mad about the game they play. <laughs> Couldn't make me do it. <laughs> I'm going to start off this one here. So, can't wait to one-trick Dr. Boom. I did not know what that meant. To be very clear to everybody, and I had to ask, what does that mean? It apparently means main, I guess. Like if you're like a Doctor Boom main, so it's like as if like is that correct? Is that the yes. correct connotation of okay? Beep 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 beepity beep beep. We break into this podcast with a breaking news report. Dano is old. Now back to your regularly scheduled podcast. So yeah, I didn't understand that. It's so, like if you played like uh, like like the only class you played was like warlock or priest and it's like it's all you played and like you didn't even play any other class that's one tricking but how how great would a dr boom be in league of legends i'm just saying well if if only there was a moba that blizzard made that they could have put dr boom in it's too bad that never happened dr boom never was in no never was in hots no 
That's too bad. It's too bad they killed that game for no particular reason. Uh, take the next one here for a storm rage. What's wild is that Dr. Boom was shown on a 2015 BlizzCon panel at, in Heroes of the Storm. Because he's been awesome in Heroes of the Storm. Wait, yeah, hold on. so like he never made it into the game. They just showed him off as a possible hero to play and then like never finished it, apparently. Could have thrown Boombots. It would have been amazing. I know. Yeah. It would have been super fun. There's some, anyway, I, I was just Googling it because I was like, where? Why isn't he? It turns out he was at one point, but like not for anybody to play. All right. <laughs> Breaking. Blue Essence no longer usable to buy champions. We added a new currency. Rune Rocks, which you will obtain by buying consecutive <laughs> battle passes. You can use Rune Rocks to buy champions in the future, but you can still use Blue Essence to craft champions. You, you have as shards. We feel this way players will appreciate the random champion shards they get much more. I don't know how much of that is real and fake, and that makes it even more fun. So <laughs> All of it is fake. I'm very positive. <laughs> Ironically, the runestone design is basically exactly how RP has worked in League for years. Yeah, it's yes, it's just what that is. Yeah. It's just runestones. Alright. So what does a direct design director do? He directs designs. <laughs> Incredible response. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so congrats, Dean, uh, for being design director at Riot for League of Legends, which should be fun. Congratulations. I know he plays a ton of League. He tweeted about League quite a bit from right in the past. Right. So, um, yeah, congratulations for him. It's going to be great. League of Legends, uh, you have a great guy. So coming over, I, I'm guessing. I don't actually know him personally, but I'm assuming from what I've everything I've heard, wonderful. And was great for Hearthstone. So sad for us. Good for them. And good for Ixar, who obviously wanted to do this. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, just a quick housekeeping thing. So Enthralmund and I are recording the arena bonus episode this week. It'd be Thursday or Friday. If you have anything you want us to like, any questions you want to ask or anything you want us to discuss or bring up or your thoughts about arena, anything like that, just like tweet at the show or, or DM us or put it in Discord or email us at squelchcast.gmail.com. All those things that we'll bring it up during the show. Um. And that's going to be it for this week. Thank you so much for listening. And thanks to all of our patrons for patronizing us. You can find all of our social media and contact information in the pinned comment on our Patreon page at patreon.com slash squelch. Thank you very much. And remember that this is a game and that games are supposed to be fun. Yeah, sling those cards, baby. For all the times you said while playing in one so, game. I watched a bunch of Squelch song. Um, the Lobby Legends this weekend. Because they have like new Twitch integration. Where you like pick somebody or like you get to pick a player based on who, whatever side by side they're showing. A poll? Yeah, a poll, basically, but it's like live built into Twitch. <laughs> cool. It's super well done. It's like. I want this for constructed. I want this for like, uh, like this level of just production value. The game is completely foreign to me, even though I'm at four thousand like MMR. Like I've been playing a bunch. Somebody will be two hundred and fifty like me. Yeah, but the game is completely foreign. Like especially the early game. Like I have no idea what's happening. And then they start all of a sudden. Cops I recognize start showing up. And it's just like, how did you get there already? Like, how does it look so good? And like, it's just. It's it's a different it, game. It's a very different game, but also the presentation is so well done. Like it's Lorinda and a random pro, and it's like Soddle and a random pro, and it's just like a lot of fun to watch. It feels like classic Hearthstone esports to me, and it's super fun. Doing God's work. Cool. Yeah. I don't play Battlegrounds, and so it's all very foreign to me. Well, it's I'm mid to low level, and it's also very foreign to me, but it's fun to watch. Y'all, I just clicked on a random Twitter post and I found out that the flavor text for Framester, the shaman card that we had mentioned earlier, three mana, three, three, shuffle three framed cards into your deck. The flavor text for this, who put these beans in my pocket, said man with beans in pocket. <laughs> That's so good. 
Flavor text has been spot on in this one too. It's just really good. So uh Ludwig, the streamer, you know, the big, huge, massive streamer who also plays chess and did the Pog Champs chess tournament thing, is doing a big event with chess and boxing together. I don't know either. I don't know either. All right. Can we get Don't Magnus know. and what's his name to, to chess box? Right. That was my first thought. Was, can we have Magnus and Hans Neiman punch each other? That'd be kind of funny. Um, yeah, I don't know how you cheat in that one. I don't think any sort of computer assistance located anywhere will help you out. It vibrates in its glove as opposed to other places. Oh, instead of like a shoe, obviously. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Shoe. Shoe. Shoe pastry. <laughs> I'm going to go get right. food. I'm hungry. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye.